Now, from Learfield, this is the Alabama Insider. Touchdown, Alabama! Here is your host, Chris Stewart. The tide rolls on Rocky Top and now gets set for another Top 10 battle. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Chris Stewart. Great to have you with us for another podcast called Alabama Insider from the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Today we'll be looking at what uh, took place this past weekend and a little bit of a look ahead for the Crimson Tide, not only on the gridiron but in other sports as well. But, of course, we will start things off by looking at Nick Saban's Crimson Tide, which defeated Tennessee this past Saturday at Neyland Stadium by final score of 49-10. to It was the biggest margin of victory in the series going back to the 1906 season, the Tide winning that one back in 1906 and rolling in 2016 by a final of 49-10. to Things got started early for the Crimson Tide. They took a 21-7 to lead into the locker room, and even though they didn't play a perfect ball game, had a couple of turnovers, one of which led to a very short field and a Tennessee touchdown. Alabama still was plenty good enough to get the job done against the Vols in rolling to that 39-point win. For their efforts in the ballgame, a couple of players were named by the Southeastern Conference as Players of the Week. And we start at the quarterback slot where the freshman Jalen Hurts was phenomenal again. His three touchdowns on the ground, part of a 132-yard rushing day, combined with his 143 passing yards, made him the SEC Freshman of the Week once again. He was terrific in leading Alabama to another victory as Alabama improves on the year now to 7-0 overall, 4-0 in SEC Western Division play. One of the reasons that uh, Hertz had such a big day was the job up front by the offensive line, and specifically at right tackle, Jonah Williams. He was named the SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. Easy to understand why. He graded out at 90%. He did not allow a quarterback hurry. He did not allow a quarterback sack, and he was not penalized on the day, and he was a part of an Alabama offensive line that uh, paved the way for 438 rushing yards. That's more than any other uh, team during the Nick Saban era at the University of Alabama. 438 rushing yards. It was all part of a 594-yard day of total offense for the Crimson Tide. Some other numbers uh, for the offense, in addition to the 438 rushing yards we referenced, uh, five rushing touchdowns. Hertz went for 132, as we said, but Bo Scarborough, who had 109 yards on the day uh, to go with that, and Damian Harris, 94 yards. You put all that together, Alabama averaged 7.8 yards per play, and that's pretty impressive in its own right. But when you look at Alabama's rushing numbers per play, it becomes even more amazing. total, 8.9 yards per rush for the Crimson Tide in that victory over the Tennessee Vols on Saturday. Just a great effort collectively by the Crimson Tide, the offensive line, the uh, the run game, the execution of uh, of the players. Pretty amazing in Alabama's route of Tennessee. Coach uh, Nick Saban and his Crimson Tide uh, with – uh, again, a great effort in the ball game, and in addition to Hertz and Williams, there were a couple of other guys who were recognized uh, for their efforts. And uh, as usual, Coach Saban pointed out a number of guys on the team who who fared well. Uh, I believe there were ten on the list this week 
for players of the week. And uh, you start with Hertz, and you look at what he did on the offensive side of the ball, and it obviously was very impressive, but he had company. Um, in fact, on offense, it really wasn't even Hertz who was recognized. It was Bradley Bozeman, Ardarius Stewart, and Williams on offense. Then you look at what was going on with the defense. Jonathan Allen, Ryan Anderson, Reuben Foster, and Ronnie Harrison all were acknowledged by the coaching staff. And Adam Griffith, Eddie Jackson, and J.K. Scott on special teams all recognized on uh, on Monday. So the Tide, uh, a great effort, a great victory, but now has to turn its attention to the next assignment. And uh, that next assignment is Texas A&M. And the Aggies come in off of a bye week. They come in with a perfect record in the matchup. Bama got ready for them starting on Monday with an hour and 15 minutes of work in shells. Uh, The Tide, a winner on the third Saturday in October, but that was a weekend that Texas A&M got a chance to rest because they beat Tennessee over a week ago. They're at 6-0. When they beat the Vols, Tennessee was undefeated. It was a ninth-ranked, uh, or a team that's ranked even higher at that time, but they were winners over uh, the Volunteers 45-38 back on October 8th. A&M, of course, led by Kevin Sumlin. He's 42-16 and 16 in five seasons in College Station. He's got a career mark uh, counting his time at the University of Houston as well as his time spent at uh, College Station. 77-33 and 33 is his record. It is uh, a rivalry that is somewhat interesting in that um, a lot of history and tradition between the two programs, but they've only played eight times. Bama leads the series by a 6-2 margin. It goes back to the first meeting in the 1942 Cotton Bowl. Uh, Alabama's won the last three meetings between the two teams. The last matchup in Tuscaloosa was in 2014, and Bama won that one easily by a final of 59 to nothing. the largest win over a ranked opponent in Alabama history. Excuse me, last season Alabama was a winner as well when the two teams met in College Station. That was a closer game, though, 41-23. to By the way, uh, Coach Saban uh, was named as the Dodd Trophy Coach of the Week after his team's route of Tennessee. Uh, We talked about Hurts being named by the SEC office as the Freshman of the Week. He also was... Uh, recognized on the Davy O'Brien Great Eight list for the second consecutive week. And uh, that list goes to the top quarterback performer nationally. As, uh, again, we said, Jalen going for 143 yards through the air and 132 on the ground with a career-high three touchdown runs against the Volunteers. But looking forward to this matchup, Texas A&M and Alabama set to kick things off again at 230 at Bryant-Denny Stadium this weekend. It's part of a busy weekend uh, at the Capstone. You've actually got uh, soccer playing on the road Thursday at Florida, and then Friday volleyball is on the road in Fayetteville. But while that's taking place, you'll have softball and baseball continuing to go through fall workouts, and their schedule is available at RollTide.com. Saturday, the 2.30 kick, uh, and then you've got soccer, and volleyball that will be on the road again on Sunday. Uh, Soccer is at LSU. Volleyball is at Ole Miss. Uh, And then soccer will play the following week 
at Vanderbilt. We'll talk more about that later, though. But we do want to remind you as well that while a lot of the teams uh, beyond football are on the road, in addition to uh, the soccer and, uh, excuse me, in addition to the um, softball and baseball teams going through workouts, you'll also have a chance to see the men's and women's basketball teams in action on Friday night. It'll be the Soup Store Tide Tip-Off, jump-starting the Bama basketball season. It begins at 6 with an autograph session at Coleman Coliseum featuring both the men's and women's teams. And then those two squads are going to participate in on-court activities that include team introductions. They'll have a dance contest, skills competition, three-point shootout, and a dunk contest. It is, again, called the Soup Store Tide Tip-Off. It's this Friday, 6 o'clock, Coleman Coliseum. If you're a University of Alabama student or a basketball season ticket holder, then your admission to um, the Tide Tip-Off event is free. Uh, otherwise, tickets are available to the general public for only $5. Again, you can get complete details on that and all Alabama activities online at RollTide.com. Looking forward to Hey Coach on Thursday night at 6.30. Looking forward to another Alabama Insider podcast coming up later in the week. And, of course, looking forward to the big weekend, Alabama-Texas A&M on Saturday, 2.30, the start time at Bryant-Denny stadium all right we uh will wrap things up for now until then i'm chris stewart and thanks for joining us for alabama insider this has been the alabama insider the preceding has been a learfield presentation